Welcome to So You Can Heal. I'm Josh. I'm a licensed social worker and therapist at Still Point Consultants. And I'm Abby Parker, a licensed mental health counselor and therapist at Still Point Consultants as well. Hey, Josh, I've got a question from one of our listeners. Do you have to forgive in order to heal? Mm. Therapeutically, no, forgiveness is not necessary for healing. Forgiveness, I find, is an area where almost everybody has a different opinion on it. Forgiveness can be helpful in moving through whatever one has experienced to help them heal. But I also find that there are situations and scenarios where forgiveness can in some way feel like it strips the power away from someone because they have to now forgive this person for whatever atrocity that they've done and the power that they held was in that not forgiving. Mm. I mean, forgiveness has shown to like elevate your mood, reduce stress and anxiety, help with depression, like reduce anger and resentment. Like, so it does have like research based benefit to, to it, but I don't think that it's always necessary in order for someone to heal. Yeah. What what do you think about that? I think everyone might have a slightly different definition of forgiveness. And so I don't, I also think that it's not necessary to heal. And if someone wants to go through a process of forgiveness, I think it's important for them to be able to name or identify like what that means to them. Because some people would say, you know, forgiveness means that you forget about what happened or that you have to reconcile with that person or event. And so a lot of times people are resistant to that because they have been wounded, so deeply wounded by something that they don't know how they would let go or forget about that piece of their life. It's kind of like, well, if I forgive and I reconcile, then I lose control. I come from a space of forgiveness is a process of getting to know your own hurt and being able to identify how you want to move through it. I would agree with that, that forgiveness is a process and you are learning to identify how you want to move through the experiences that you've had in prepping for today's podcast knowing the question that was being asked like I was looking around at various articles and different therapists opinions I mean the ones that have put them out there for everyone to see and I came across this article that talks about like the seven steps to true forgiveness and part of it I really liked other components of it I really struggle with like the first four I think are great like acknowledge the hurt like you have to be able to acknowledge what's the context like when did it happen why did it happen 
how long ago did it happen? Like you're being more objective and just kind of looking at the facts. And then it goes into like a consideration process. Like how has this affected me? How is like, how am I carrying the pain and the hurt from what happened? And there's a part in this part of the process where you begin to ask yourself, am I willing and do I want to forgive this person? or forgive what's happened. And from there, you kind of move on into acceptance, like accepting the past, accepting that we can't change it, and that no amount of anger or resentment or whatever we're carrying will redeem or fix or change what already has happened. So like what we've been through can't be reversed in any type of way. And again, in this acceptance piece is another component of choosing whether we are wanting to forgive this person. In this fourth step, they label it as like you determine. And the determining phase or step is where we are actually making that decision. Do I want to forgive this person? If yes, then I need to move on into some different steps. If I choose not to, then we're done. Like the process of whatever, I mean, because I think that going through the first three or four steps can take quite a while. Um, because there's a lot. Yeah. And you can do them over and over again. Right. I mean, because it's going to be the layers of whatever you're experiencing are going to come up differently wherever you're at in the process. So I completely get steps one through four. The part that I really start having an issue with is when we get to five, because in this setup, their five is that if you choose to forgive someone, you have to repair the relationship and it's on you to do it. Uh, no, just because I want to forgive someone does not mean that I want to have a relationship with that person. One, I mean, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're trying to forgive them, then yes, like there needs to be a repair process because trying to carry around that anger and that resentment, like you're not going to be able to have a relationship because it's going to reduce vulnerability. It's going to reduce like the capacity to actually want to or the ability to connect with the person that you're in a relationship with. So like I find that five is more optional maybe depending on the person the situation and whatever but i do find that if you choose to have a relationship with someone or the person that you're forgiving or a relationship with the ex- with the event that has happened like it does move into like a learning process like and then the actual forgiveness of not holding on to and letting go and moving on regardless of what kind of comes up in the connection and a part of that like I don't know so yeah there are parts of this that I think are really really good and there are other parts that I would absolutely never expect from anyone because it's just not how we work like and I I think there does need to be that distinction of if you're looking to move on in a relationship 
or have the level of vulnerability or intimacy or enjoyment or experience of connection, then yes, you, you would work with the other person to figure out how to reconcile or build on or open up to, or, you know, whatever it is that the process, wherever the process takes you in order to even to, to, to be able to nurture that relationship. Right. But then there are like so many experiences that people have that they are either not in that relationship or that it would be more damaging for them to go to that relationship. Um, and that's where it, it absolutely takes two people if there's an intention of nurturing the relationship to go through that process of forgiveness together. Right. Josh, as you were talking, I, in my mind, I was seeing this experience for people of either, well, it's both things happening at once. It's the process of opening up to, so opening up to more than what you were hurt by, opening up to more of what you experienced, being able to see like what you really want, which in my perspective is kind of like your truth, like whatever that person's truth is, they are, they are seeking it in order to understand like what they want, what hurt them, what that meant to them. And at the same time, you are preparing yourself to let things go. And so there's this dynamic of opening up at the same time, this dynamic of letting go. And I think a big component of that being willing to open up is at times seeing changed behavior, especially if it's another person. It's going to be easier to do those things, to let go of what happened, to open up to being vulnerable again. If I can see what is what hurt me is changing because if not then yeah i'm gonna have my guard up i'm not going to really allow myself to get into a space where i'm going to be able to forgive or work through what happened because i'm constantly feeling a barrage of that same hurtful feeling and even for the work we do with people how that hurtful feeling might come from a very different place than even in that relationship and what we're referring to for everyone listening, it's the woundedness that you enter a relationship with. Right. And the adaptation that we've like manifested is that projected piece that it's this person's fault in some way. I mean, and therefore our partner or whoever is that other person in the relationship, whether it's romantic or not, is in a sense inviting us to move beyond the wounded and the adaptation or the adaptations into and address the wound and that's scary Mm -hmm. it is scary there are a lot of people i've noticed who believe it is essential to forgive in order to heal i found that a lot especially here in the bible belt Like, I find that it's very closely connected to, like, our religious upbringings and, like, you've got to forgive others as God forgives you and all of that. So I find that a lot of people carry a lot of pressure to forgive people when they may not be ready or even willing to do that. 
So for me, I would invite those who are in a process of forgiving or not forgiving or working through whatever's going on for yourself is to not hold the blame, shame, and guilt for where you are based on what other people are expecting you to do. Because I think that when we are pressured into forgiving someone, when we're not ready, like that can do more damage than holding on sometimes to that unforgiveness and processing what that's going to be like for you. Meaning too, like if I switch gears from more of the, the clinical perspective, kind of like what we've been talking about, into more of like an energetic space, like, I mean, granted, this is not necessarily what I would be telling a client, but my own personal experience. I have always found that if I am not forgiving someone for something, like in some way, that is leaving a hook in whatever event happened for me. And so energetically, I am continuously keeping myself tied to what happened. And there's a part of me that like does not want to deal with that. So for me, I will forgive just so I am able to kind of sever that energetic tie to what happened. But that does not mean that just because I forgive whatever or whoever, like that I'm going to have a relationship with that or that I'm going to be in communication with that person. I forgive for me. I forgive so I don't have to carry the weight of whatever I've experienced and in the case of people, like if they want to be in my life, then they have to show me that they're, like I said earlier, that they changed in order for me to, to be willing to invite that back. But yeah, for me, like energetically, I feel like it's, it's a mixture of like the anger, the, the resentment, like that helplessness or that hopelessness that's tied to that event or that person. Like, yeah, I don't want to deal. Well, not, not that I don't want to deal like I do, but it's the, I don't want to have to feel that feeling all the time and carry that with me. So yeah, I mean, I forgive for that. But like I said, I also recognize that there are instances where people experience power in saying I'm not forgiving you. Especially like for those who have experienced like sexual assault or childhood abuse or sexual abuse as a kid. Like that not forgiving piece is an area where they can still hold power over something that they were powerless to experience or felt powerless in the experience. And yeah, I say if that's where you need to gain your power, then yeah, do what you need to do to heal. And I see that as a process of letting go and whether people use like the intention of forgiveness of that person or parts of their experience in forgiveness. Because a lot of times, even if they choose not to forgive like a perpetrator or a particular piece of their experience, they're usually ancillary things that they end up having to process letting go of, like self-blame or blame of others to put them in that situation or the people that they actually want to have the relationship with, there still is a process of letting go. 
And that's where I think there's multiple layers to it. And it's not a simple one lane path where, you know, if you work on forgiving this, then you'll feel relief. Like an interest that I have is about like generational stories and how when those things have been carried on generation after generation, like in a process of letting that go is forgiving the people who have carried it on and not even knowingly carried it on. Or even if they knew, they thought that they were doing the best they could. And so how do you forgive someone for something they don't even recognize they did? So Josh, I wanted to come back to something you said about being hooked to something. Can you explain that? Yeah. I mean, granted, like I said, like this is more from like an energetic perspective versus necessarily a clinical perspective. So anger, like energetically, anger, rage, resentment, all of that stuff is a pretty low vibration. So if I'm holding on to those things because I'm hooked into this event or this person or this whatever, then energetically, like it's lowering my energetic vibration. So it's going to be harder to get out of those feelings because my own energy is now starting to match those feelings. Whereas if energetically I'm like working on and processing through and letting go, forgiving, whatever we're doing, moving on, however that looks for us, then I'm beginning to sever those energetic ties so that my own energy is not bound to that experience. That way my own energy can start raising more. Because what I find happens when we are stuck and latched into an energy that is causing our own energy to deplete or empty in us, in a sense, like we're not able to see the truth because we are stuck in like a vibrational frequency that is all about pain. And when, I mean, even clinically, like when we're in pain, like our brain doesn't work. So being able to kind of separate or in some way then it's harder to process if we're not versus if we begin that separating process, then we're able to start seeing and feeling our own truth, kind of like what you were talking about earlier, and get to a place where we can be okay with not necessarily what happened, but be okay within ourselves and choose the direction that best fits us for what we want and where we want to go. And I think therapeutically, like we do that all the time with people or we practice that ourselves Sure. of how to unhook or make space or give freedom to whatever we feel weighed down by. Is that forgiveness? I think it can be a part of it. I mean, to me, that's more the letting go process. I think the forgiveness piece is when I stop expecting the same thing from the other person or the other thing. Forgiveness for you is when you stop expecting the same thing from the other person or the other thing. Yeah. I stop expecting them to hurt me. Or, I mean, that's if I've seen change behavior, obviously. And that doesn't mean that I forget what happened. Man, sometimes I can forgive people and not be a part of their experience anymore. And me letting go of them hurting me or the idea that of them hurting me 
is really easy because they're not going to be around. But especially if it's a partner, like in a relationship, like that forgiving piece. I mean, and this is like me thinking this through in the moment. So this may change in the next 25 minutes. But it's the idea of not expecting them to continue doing in some way what they've done or did. And so what I'm hearing in that is that you're releasing a component of fear. Yes. And for me, fear does tie into like not forgive, like not forgiving or staying hooked into something. And I see myself or other people experience that, especially if they feel like they need to protect themselves. I've also heard people talk about forgiveness in not harboring resentment. And so again, it's staying, like if you're not forgiving, you're staying hooked into those sensations or those feelings or those thoughts of resentment or how that person will always be. And I think more in like conceptually in marriage. Like if our partner has hurt us and we think they're always going to be that way, then we become fearful that we will always see that behavior. I mean, resentment is a part of the anger thing, right? Or a component of, you know, at least is it is in my head. And I find that often anger and resentment, as I've explained before, are the bodyguards of the more vulnerable emotions. So it's easier to be resentful and anger, angry at someone than it is to feel hurt. And I think that moving through resentment can be really hard and really challenging, especially if we don't want to experience the pain that we feel. Yeah, that vulnerability is very difficult to tap into, to process the pain or the hurt and figure out what you want to do with it. Josh, if someone is looking to work towards forgiveness, where would you encourage them to start? With themselves. What does that mean? I mean, I think everyone's experience is going to be really, really different. And like a part of that could be sitting with the pain. A part of that could be just acknowledging what happened. A part of that could be, I mean, in in a sense, it kind of goes back to the first few steps of what I kind of said earlier, like that acknowledging piece, that like considering like how this experience has affected you and the acceptance piece and then determining for yourself like what from here do I want to do I mean is forgiving the best path forward for me is forgiving going to help me stay and feel empowered to move in the direction in my life that I need and want to go or will the opposite be true and then sometimes I think it's a component of both but a lot of times it depends on the person and where they're at and what they've experienced and how often they've experienced and for how long I think that it's really hard to to say definitively what as a blanket statement of what everyone should do because everybody is going to be so different. But I do think that checking in with your body and your in the process is going to be super important because like that's where we locked trauma. And if our body 
reacting, then we should notice that. I mean, but again, like there are times when we're not going to notice our body because we've completely separated from it. And if it's hard, if it's a hard process, find a therapist. What about you? What do you think? Uh, when I was hearing you talk about like self-forgiveness, the piece I see people benefit from is forgiving themselves for whatever adaptations are created out of their wounding. So because you know X, Y, or Z happened, I became more angry. Or because this happened, I became more avoidant. Or, you know, whatever occurred that would impact like my behavior or someone else's behavior, forgiving ourselves for how we adapted to things is another piece that people can look at. The one thing I do want to say about forgiveness is that it is absolutely a choice. And what I mean by that is if anyone is getting pressured to forgive or you think you should forgive when really like you haven't reconciled within yourself you want to forgive, then that can sometimes be more damaging than just giving yourself space and time in order to figure out what that next step is. Hey everyone, Abby and I wanted to take a moment and let everyone know about some updates that are coming to the So You Can Heal podcast. We will be taking a break and we'll resume putting out podcast in August. So episode 27 will be the last podcast through the summer. August, we will start back up with episode 28 and we're going to shift the way we kind of set it up a little bit. So that's going to be really exciting. And we're going to be looking more at series. As always, if you have questions, please send them in. If you have topics you want covered, would love to hear your thoughts. And you can always email us at so you can heal at stillpointhealing.com. You can check out our social medias at Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest at stillpointhealing. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us. And until next time.